Hi, I'm Zoe Trask for Annenberg Media, and this is part two of the Ancestral Time Travel series, where I'll tackle the psychological effects of ancestry technology and racial identity. I have with me Dr. Donald E. Grant Jr., a psychologist and executive director at Mindful Training Solutions, LLC, a small business dedicated to training and consulting executive leaders. At Mindful Training Solutions, Dr. Grant teaches the importance of equity, diversity, and human rights in the workplace. He also strives to bring marginalized communities together through social justice advocacy. His experience with ancestry technology led him to believe that it only benefits a certain demographic. I do believe that the emergence of um, white cultural exploration and the, I guess the way it's more okay now than it's been before. Right now, it's just become on vogue as they began to open up the aperture to be more interested in, you know, learning about Poland or learning about, um, you know, wherever it is they may come from on the continent of Europe. For many white Americans, their ancestry tests are more likely to have more detailed results. The possibilities of discovering their family roots are endless, which fuels their excitement. On the other hand, some black people have been yearning to learn their history as they desperately try to fill a void left from slavery. I think black folk, though, we've always been thirsty to know um, exactly where we came from. And that, that that's a part of how intergenerational trauma works. That trauma still lives in our DNA. For many black people, their timeline of ancestry data starts with the era of American slavery. Dr. Grant sees a problem with this because this technology determines the starting point of black history. We can't continue to define our entire existence grounded and starting at our enslavement. It's a very dangerous thing that we promoted um, by way of the Eurocentric education systems um, across the globe. Some Black people are actually hesitant to participate in the online ancestry DNA trend. And this comes as no surprise. There is a long history of racism and abuse within the medical field in this country where black people have had to suffer the consequences. I do think that there is a healthy skepticism um, to engaging. And again, when you understand historical trauma and you think about, you know, Henrietta Lacks, you think about the Tuskegee experiment, you think about all these things that black people have been impacted by historically, medically. The technological advancement of ancestry DNA testing, combined with AI and virtual reality ancestral experiences, may leave Black people to suffer the consequences of that, too. I think AI is going to affect everything in every way we can think. It, it, it's still pulling information from a system that has grounding inside supremacy, inside oppression. Ancestry DNA technologies have the power to define one's own sense of identity. Dr. Grant believes that it allows people to think critically about their ethnicity rather than race. I think when we're talking ancestry, we're not talking race, though. We're talking ethnicity. And I think that's where people don't necessarily know to create a nuance in the conversation because um, race is not real, although everything that happens as a consequence of race is very real. 
um but it's not measurable it's not quantifiable if ai virtual reality and race are made up concepts how are people going to determine what is reality and what isn't who will set the parameters of race ethnicity and identity dr grant believes that the power lies within those that run the tech companies my fear is that this technology could be used, could be weaponized um, against Black people and presented um, in a way that they don't know is re-traumatizing to them. Using virtual reality, there are new innovations that allow people to simulate their ancestors' experiences. Black people are already skeptical of ancestry DNA kits. They have a right to be skeptical about this too. But what I know is I'm not putting on no VR mask, going to no plantation and pick no cotton. I know that's not happening. <laughs> Could you imagine what that narrative would be like if they created an AI indigenous person who was living in the, 14, in the 1500s? Although he is skeptical himself, Dr. Grant is open to the possibility of experiencing something unrelated to slavery or oppression in general. I do think it would be wonderful to be able to put on some VR glasses and, you know, go back and listen to a Miles Davis concert or go back and see Billie Holiday or something like that. As new immersive ancestry technologies develop, Dr. Grant is hopeful that these will act as educational tools rather than re-traumatizing marginalized communities. Thank you for tuning in to part two of the Ancestral Time Travel series. This is Zoe Trask for Annenberg Media. <laughs>